Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Be A Warrior Podcast. I'm your host and an above-knee amputee, Angie. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Be A Warrior Podcast. I am Angie, and I am an above-knee amputee as of five years ago, December. And I am telling you that the last five years have flown by. The goods, the bads, the ups, the downs, it just is what life is, right? If you noticed last week, I had a puppy in my arms. We had just gotten a new dog, and it's a little dog. Uh, She's now about five pounds, but uh, the potty training is intense, and I'm the kind of person that does not put the puppy pads out because I want them to learn to go outside, not go on things on the ground, and so it has been quite a challenge. Now, I thought really quick what I would talk to you about is that this is like a day-to-day thing, right? I made the choice. I forget how hard it is, but it is extra hard as an amputee. Now that isn't a woe is me statement. It is literally a fact. And I hate that I chose to do this because I kind of did it to my husband as well. And he works still. And so I hate bothering him in the middle of the night. But if you think about this as an amputee, I do not wear my leg to bed. Thus, if a puppy gets up in the middle of the night, I have crutches and one leg and it is, um, God, I forgot how hard it is, but I try not to disrupt my husband and I try to make sure I can get her, pick her up in one arm, pick her up with one, I've got on one leg and I'm trying to stand, balance, grab crutches and then walk through carpet down a step and outside over rocks and place her in the rocks before she pees on me. (laughs) So you can imagine the intensity. I haven't slept well for a couple weeks, so I apologize if I sound crazy right now. Um, But my husband has been really good at getting up because he's so afraid of me tripping and falling because it would be bad for the puppy and it would be really bad for me. And um, the kicker is that starting today, he is away for a few days and my kids are back at college. It is me and the two dogs. So I, tonight will be my first night alone and trying to figure out how I'm going to deal with the puppy training. And he told me he wants me just to go to bed with my leg on and I just can't. Unfortunately, my leg doesn't just go on lickety split because I do have a skin fit socket, which basically is I don't put a liner on and slide right into my socket. I have to put a bag on and pull my leg through, which takes a lot of coordination and effort um, and muscle to pull down while you kind of lift your leg out just enough for it to shimmy in the skin. So I, this should be interesting tonight and actually the next couple nights. And so wish me luck. Um, That is where I'm at. Um, I keep forgetting that it's so hard during the evening. Now, even during the day, picking her up when she wants to run from me, is a whole nother story as well because I'm not running after her and then she hides under chairs because she's small enough that I have to get down on my knees try to pull her out and then try to stand back up with her in my arms so it has been quite a couple weeks so far and um we're kind of making headway I feel like almost like just like an amputee I feel like when we have great days 
it's followed by an epically crappy day. And that's kind of where we were at last night and today so far. And so it's just like, oh, you know, she has great days where there's not one accident in the house and I'm totally in tune to her. And when she needs to go out and get her outside, she doesn't tell me she has to go yet. And we had that problem with our Chihuahua too, when she was a puppy two years ago. And so I'm just kind of finding the rhythms of where she's at. But the kicker is that she, when she doesn't tell me, I'm trying to figure that out. Well, last night I decided, you know what? The vet said, go ahead and stop water being out at like 7.30 if you're going to go to bed like 9.30 and they'll be fine all night. So I did that. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, this is going to be a great night. And instead of getting up once at 2 and once at like 6.30 like she's been doing, she was up like four times last night. Four times my husband had to get up and take her outside and she went like she was going. So I don't know what was going on last night, but that really kind of um, it failed, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying, but I thought, you know, <clears throat> my heart goes out to everybody that I've been watching and seeing posts on social media. I mean, that's kind of, if, if I'm not really out in the world, like I'm not right now, so I don't have a lot besides puppy life to talk about. Um, I kind of see what, what the mojo is out there in the amputee community. And I've noticed that, what I'm seeing is there's a lot of down and out happening right now. And I don't know if it's just, you know, how they say like, you know, bad things will come in threes or whatever. I don't know if it's that or if it's the high hopes we have when a new year begins and and we think we have a fresh start on life and then that fails. But there are so many people out there that are hitting skid row right now with their amputation and how they're handling it that it makes me kind of sad um, to see them. And and the message that I wanted to, to bring up today is to not give up because it is a hard road and there's no promises. You know, for those of you that aren't amputees or you know no one um, or you only know me, that's I'm not a good barometer for what was going on. I feel extremely fortunate. For the most part, this has been an easy ride for me. But you have to understand that the hardest thing isn't having the amputation. The hardest thing is the couple years after when you're you're trying to figure out life, navigating new things and and dealing with basic stuff like puppy training and getting in and out of your shower and traveling and just sleeping when nothing will stop the phantom sensations. And so I would tell you not to give up, but it is a really hard road and it is not, it's not going to be an easy road. But like everybody, we are all on this journey of life together. And whether or not you're an amputee or not, you're going to have bad days and good days. You're going to have epically big fails and you're going to have major successes. But what makes someone fully successful in life is how they handle what's going on in their life. Right now I'm struggling because like I said, the puppy is deciding, like I literally had them out for a walk. She's finally walking. Second day, um, second walk. Like she finally figured out the harness thingy that I put on her and came home, took them straight out back and let them just kind of romp around and play and kept telling her to go to the bathroom, go potty, go potty. We come in, I'm getting ready to come in here into my room to do my podcast and she squats and pees right outside the door. I was like, what? I'm like, we were just outside for like 45 minutes. 
Why didn't you do it then? So, you know, that's that's where I'm at right now. And it's so frustrating because I've worked so hard on doing absolutely nothing else for the last two weeks than watching her patterns to go to the bathroom. I can't even tell you how obsessed I've been so that I can catch her before so she gets the idea that outside is where she's supposed to be. So we're still struggling. But in that same respect, she's cute. She's adorable. And life is good otherwise, right? You know, like take everything with a grain of salt. And, you know, it is hard. Things that go on in our life that we can't control, things that we can control, that's mindset, right? We can talk about, you know, what's going on in our life. We can struggle, but we can also like take that time to learn a little bit more about ourselves. Um, it's, it's a character building time. Like I am learning very much to be patient. And I told you last week that finding a word to live by, um, mine is be, um, present because I need to learn to be in the moment. I send, I tend to be, and this is not just me. I know a lot of people are like this, but we all tend to kind of get ahead of ourselves and think about other things and worry about things we can't control. We worry about the future. We worry about our kids. We worry about our dog. We worry about our husband. We worry about our relationship, our business, our whatever. And we need to just learn to be right here, right now. And sometimes as an amputee, that can be really, really hard because we are dealing with, um, we're dealing with phantom pains or things that are going on right now that we want to forget about. So I understand that aspect of it. There are times when I don't want to be present because present means really feeling the phantom pain. So I use distraction like getting out and doing something or, um, reading a book or watching a movie or anything but being in the moment because sometimes being in the moment means feeling all the feels and there are a lot of times as an amputee I don't want to feel all the feels if you can understand that um sorry still trying to get over a little cough from our December trip to Chicago um one of the reasons why I didn't get on the first week of January because I could not stop coughing So now we're in this little phase that it's right here, but I apologize. But anyways, so this journey in life that we're all on and I see people struggling and, you know, there are times when there are no words. Uh, You may know someone that's going through something right now. And I see a lot of people online that really, um, they have nobody else to turn to. So they turn to online friends and you see the struggles and you know, I feel for them because really my support system here lets me deal with my support that I need, right? Like I lean into them when I'm struggling and it doesn't happen often, but when it does, I'm open and communicating and I talk it through before I decide to rip someone's head off because I'm feeling so crappy for that day. And that's really important. So when we go through this and we have our struggles, you know, I want to get this out there because there are several people that I'm close to that I know are, are have setbacks, right? They're dealing with setbacks with their amputation, their fitting, their their residu- their their um, good limb. Let's quote unquote that good limb, um, because what we find is that 
Just because the amputation happens doesn't mean the rest of our body is thanking us for having a missing leg. And as a matter of fact, most of us struggle with other um, issues, the good leg being um, weak or arthritic or um, it's causing back pain because we're lopsided when we walk and we're trying our best. But if you watch, you can tell most amputees, even if they're wearing pants because of the limp that's still there. Um, sometimes it's because the fit doesn't feel great or we have a soreness in, in our body. Um, sometimes it's not positioned right. And sometimes it's just old habits. So for me, for five years, I was struggling with walking. So then trying to walk again, normal looking like a normal gait is really hard because I don't remember that. It was 2013 when I hurt myself. So I haven't walked with two good legs since 2013. And so it's a real struggle. And then that ends up becoming a problem for the other leg, the ankle, the knee, the hip, the back, up into the neck. I mean, it's just whoop right up the, the body. But then I see people that struggle because they were in a major accident and they have not just the amputation going on, they have a plethora of other issues, internal organs and external limbs that are struggling to heal or may never be the same again. And don't even get me started on the fact that so many people don't have the insurance that will cover a lot of the surgeries or the medical that need to happen, which just is so frustrating to see. Because I think that if everybody could get what they needed, that we'd all be very successful and feel like we're living a full and healthy life. But there are a lot of people out there right now that are not. Which then brings me to the fact that really what happens is when we go through something big in our life, like an amputation or a car wreck or another type of surgery or a medical issue or a relationship issue, um, sometimes no matter what people do to tell us how we can adapt and get through it, until we go through it, we don't know how we individually will react or handle it. Like I say, we have a, I have a group, um, and, and if you're a woman amputee and you want to join us on Facebook, the events that we have, we meet twice a week and do a virtual chat. And we talk to new, I talk to new amputees or ones that are about to become amputees, and they have all these questions on what to expect. And I can give you what happened for me, but really the reality is whatever you're going to go through is how your body handles the amputation. Also, just because... I, have, I, I was able to do this, this, or this, doesn't mean that you will truly understand some of those things until your body goes through it and your mind goes through it. Because it is really a mental game that you have to play when you're getting through something like an amputation. There are so many things that I could take you through that I went through but my pain tolerance is different. My surgeon was different. My prosthetist is different. My PT is different. What my personality is like, what I was like prior. Like if you're athletic and you were strong before your amputation, you might rebound better. But if you struggled with weight or you weren't really coordinated didn't have a lot of good balance, you're going to struggle with those types of things, even if you didn't realize that that was actually going to help or not help. And so I know a lot of people, like there's no way that some people I know would be able to pick up a puppy with 
crutches in one leg and try to walk with crutches and a wiggling puppy. I struggle with it and I know I have a lot of coordination and core balance and stuff, but it is hard. And so no matter what I talk people through, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we just have to go through these things and experience them and figure out how we are going to deal with our own issues. And I say this and, you know, I wasn't really sure which way I wanted to go with this podcast today because, you know, I I think it's interesting and I think you should hear what it's like to actually have a puppy and in the evenings and try to get them outside. I mean, it's, it's something that I wasn't even thinking of and I'm an amputee. It's like when I first tried to ride a bike, it seems like it's really simple until you approach the bike and try to put your leg over and then you're trying to figure out which one you're supposed to do. Um, it's not as easy as riding a bike. And, um, but you know, I just, my heart, my heart hurts because I know a lot of amputees right now that have had major setbacks that are really angry, um, and you know i'm i'm a faith based girl i i leaned into my faith when it came to making a decision to amputate to get through the months before the amputation i had to lean into my faith i had to believe that there was a higher power at work and i had to let go cuz i couldn't control what was going to happen at that point anymore and when i started doing that you know, the graces, God's grace was over me and I was able to figure out and navigate my life now as an amputee. And there isn't a day that I go, that goes by that I, I've never, ever regretted the decision. Let's just put it that way. There, there has never been a day that I, not one day, I can honestly tell you, there's not one day that I said, I wish I hadn't done this. Even on the worst days, there are days, but you know, what's, what's wishing in the, from the past? I can't wish it back. I can't get my leg back. And that is the other aspect of it. It is where you are right now. And you need to learn to accept where you are, you are right now, because the only way to move forward is to accept and to let go of the past and move forward and see what you have coming at you. And so this week, you know, as you navigate the struggles that you might be feeling, whether you're an amputee or not, if you don't start letting go of past transgressions of other people and what's gone on in your life and start looking at the future and what's going on there and being present right now and seeing what is it that you can do, then you're not going to be able to heal yourself inside or out. And that is key. It really is key to success. And yes, there are limitations for me. Like I have limitations all the time, but I don't let them define me, nor do I let them bring me down. Like it is hard not to just be able to pick up a puppy in the middle of the night and just walk outside with it carefully. But I am also grateful that I have a husband that supports me. And even though he knew that having another puppy was going to be a nightmare in the evenings, he is willing to get up, even though he has to get to work the next day, and take her out every every time she gets up. And I am so, so grateful for that support. And I know some of you don't have that. But find it. Find a good friend. Find someone that's there that you can lean into when you are feeling at your weakest moment. Because life is going to keep throwing you curveballs. But if you don't start letting go of the things that have happened and, and where you wished you were and start seeing where you actually are, you're not going to start to heal. So this journey we're all on together, this life, 
You know, we got this chance to make the most of it. And I would have to say that with, you know, this week, a call to action is, you know what, start dreaming about what it is that you really want to do with life. And it doesn't have to pertain to if I can, if I should, you know, there are things I do that I probably shouldn't do, but I'm also the kind of person that wants to see what my limitations are. And I don't know my limitations until I try, you know, I picked the biggest mountain in Arizona and I got almost all the way to the top until a thunderstorm hit and people get electrocuted on that one. So I'm not going to get hit by lightning. I'm going to come back down, but I did it. It was the longest and hardest hike I've ever had, even with two legs, but I did it. And was it easy? No. Was it hard on my body? Yes. Was it hard on my husband's body? Because going down, it was raining and it was slippery. So I used him to help me get down some of the slippery slopes. Um, but I did it. If I had said, oh, that might be too hard, I wouldn't know what I was capable of doing. And so we have to start getting out of that comfort zone. And I'm not saying do things that will harm you. That's not the point. But you know, if you're holding yourself back from healing and, and truly I, in, my, in my life, what has healed me is being active, getting out and doing things and trying out what it's like to be an amputee and taking walks, taking hikes, trying my bicycle, getting on a scooter, um, getting a puppy again, you know, and I've done this twice now because our other dog is only two. And so I did this once before. You had a thought that I would have remembered that puppy training in the evenings sucks. Um, I guess that I thought it was quicker. Whew, two weeks in and we're still working on it. But like I said, I would say get out there and figure out what it is you're, you're dreaming to do and let go of what has happened in the past and start looking towards your future. And so when you do start doing that, start checking your mindset. Where, where are you? What are you thinking about? When you start deciding what things, excuse me, you'd like to do, what's holding you back? Is it fear? Fear of failure? Trust me, I know that one. If you listen to any of my beginning podcasts from the first couple of years, I'm a perfectionist and I don't like to fail at things. And I surely don't like to fail at things in front of people. So when I first got my running blade, that thing is the scariest thing in the world to me because one, I'm not normally a runner anyways. Um, but to put on something that was so um, volatile for me because it's an open hinge swing um, was frightening. And then to just say, go, you start running. You're like, how do you stop, you know, without falling? And so doing that, my first times were out in the dark. I was trying to run in the dark on cement. And yes, I fell several times. It is not fun, but I'm trying. Um, and I started to learn to just do it during the day and just say, you know what? I'm trying. And if I fail and people see me, they know that I'm trying. And so if you're worried about what other people think, try not to. I know it's hard. Trust me. I understand that. But try try anything. Once you start getting a grip on what brings you joy and makes you feel like you're living your life again, then you can really start healing because then you start setting goals and hitting those goals and feeling great about yourself again. And the next thing you know, you're not thinking about being an amputee or that you're disabled. You're not. You're just differently abled. I hate that terminology, but it's truly what it is. 
we learn to adapt to what we have and what we are given in life. There are a lot of people that were born with limb difference and that's all they know. And yeah, the learning curve when you've always had a leg and then it's taken from you after, let's see, I don't know, I was, you know, in my late 40s when I, my leg, so my my legs, you know, I've known them for 40 some years and they say when you lose a limb, it's like, you know, like somebody, you lost a friend, you lost, it, there's death there and you have to mourn it and you have to get past it. And yes, you do, but you don't stay there. You got to move forward. And I'm telling you, there is so much good out there and there are so many avenues to find resources, to get active, to find help, supports, groups, and everything for you to be able to understand and navigate the world that you are in right now. And as an amputee, I can tell you, even in the five years that I've been an amputee, the amount of places you can get help and there are resources for amputees has exponentially grown in just five years. If you just search it on online, Google search, amputee support and um, getting limbs, there are a lot of places that you can get a grant and get a limb, um, you know, like my running blade that was gifted to me. Um, There are places to do this. You can do this. I know you can. And if you are struggling with healing internally or externally, just have some grace with yourself. It is a hard road and it doesn't need to happen overnight. It takes time. My first year was actually my first three years was filled with so many ups and downs and I still have them. I I still have days where everything just feels off. And on those days, I try to have grace. I try to step back and go in the big picture of things. This is one day or two days out of my life. Not a big deal. Not a setback that I need to get all upset about. It's not the end of my life. It is just a hiccup. And I know it's easy for me to say when I'm thinking of some of the people I'm thinking of right now where you have got so many other issues happening and my heart goes out to you and I pray for you. Don't give up. Your life is precious. You were woken today with breath in your lungs for a reason. You have a purpose. You you can eventually someday speak to this for somebody else that is struggling. You will be a testimony for somebody else to follow. Don't give up. Find your strength. Take a deep breath. Have grace. Be forgiven. Be be the forgiveness that you need to see because we all struggle with something. Don't give up. Please don't give up. You are so worth it. And so what I want to tell you to end this all out with Number one, my puppy is still asleep. Yes, she made it through. This is a first. This is huge. She, she's in the bed that my dog that passed away in October used to sleep in. So my one chihuahua that's two is on this little chair here next to me, all cuddled up in a blanket. And there's a dog bed down here. She slept through. I'm so excited. Um, but the call to action this week, start figuring out how you need to move forward I would start saying, setting goals, wish, what are the things you wish to to accomplish in life? What are the things that you want to do? What, what scares you and start writing these things down because you know what, you know, I talk this all the time and I'm really bad at it myself. So this, 
If you've been listening to any of my podcasts, you know that I speak to myself most of the time. I always tell myself, make a list, start deciding what it is that you want to do. What do you want to accomplish? And, and then I, I don't, <laughs> I got to do that. So this week I'm going to do it. When I get done here, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get my notebook out and I'm going to start writing down the things I want to accomplish. Cause I have, I have a lot of things I'd like to accomplish. Um, I think that's what kind of helped me get through my first year of amputation because I had so many dreams, so many dreams that I wanted to hit, so many things I wanted to try and do or go back to like skiing for, you know, get back to skiing, learn to surf, um, get on a bike, just be active, start walking, get better at walking, try to run. I had all these goals. And you know what? In that first year, instead of focusing on all the things that were happening wrong with my fit and how many times I was at the prosthetist office, getting a new socket, a refit, a cushioning to, you know, fill up the space until I could get a new fit. I wasn't focused on all that hubbub. I was actually focused on my goals. So I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling it. What can you do? Okay, you patted me. Great. And I'm back out there. I'm hiking now. And I'm telling you, honest to God truth, I swear that that is what made my first year as an amputee so epically amazing that there was nothing that was going to bring me down except that after that year and I hit all the goals I had set, there was actually a a time of sadness because I didn't know what else to to do. Like I had no more goals to reach. I had hit all the ones I had put in place thinking they would be so hard to achieve that I had to start recreating myself a little bit. So that's when I did personal training certification and equine therapy certification. And, and now I'm doing equine massage therapy um, certification. I'm just, I'm like, I'm a sponge. I just want to learn. I want to do, I want to try. I want to see what my limitations are. I want to break past limitations. And I don't want my leg or lack thereof to define me. Do not let your amputation define you. Get out there and do whatever you want because you know what? Only your mind is your limitation. So when you set the goals and your wishes and your dreams out there, you're going to get there and you're going to find a way to make that happen. But until you make it a solid goal and 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 really set it down there and say, this is what I want to do. And I don't mean, oh, someday I want to try running. That someday will never come. That is a goal that will never be hit because you aren't actually setting it. What I did, because I hate running, um, my friend challenged me one year after amputation to do at least a 5K or 10K or half marathon at our Phoenix Rock and Roll. And I was just reminiscent that all the people that I know that just did it this last weekend, that's what I did a year after my amputation. It was the hardest thing I'd done because I didn't really run it. I walked it in my running blade, open swing, but I had to stop like three or four times to change out and add socks to my socket because at that point I was doing a liner and I had a lanyard system and I had to get socks in there because I was shrinking within the 10K time frame. I shrank three or four times enough that I, my socket was falling off. I had to put another sock on to cushion it and make it tighter but I did it. And that's all that mattered at that moment is that I tried something and I went out and I did it. Normally I'd be disappointed with myself because I didn't run it, but 
This time I thought, you know what? I did it. And it was not easy. And I was so sore by the end, but I was grateful for the time. I was grateful that I hit the goal that I wanted to set and that my friend helped me set. That's what you've got to do. I signed up for the rock and roll and it's on a specific date. There was no way I could get around it. It was not going to be a someday goal. It was going to be a January, you know, 2019 goal. And so, or 2020 goal. So that's what you need to do. So get out there, get your call to action, set that up, start deciding what it is that's roadblocking you. What are you fearing the most and attack those fears head on Make sure you're doing it safely. When I get my running blade on, I put on wrist guards because it would be really traumatic to have a broken wrist or two broken wrists and not have to be able to use crutches to get to the bathroom at night. Um, So make sure you're safe. Make sure that the doctors that you use and that you're with um, are okay with that. Don't push yourself. And I'm reminded of people that I know right now that are on a little bit of a hiatus because of um, certain setbacks. Obviously, you need to know where your limitations are. So set goals that work for where you're at right now. It may not be putting your leg on and maneuvering around on a trail, but Maybe it is finding more independence in a wheelchair in your kitchen and cooking up a nice meal, even though it might take you a little longer because you're lower in a chair. Whatever it is, you can do this. I know you can. Mindset, mind over matter, and you will get there. Stay positive. Stay strong. Know that I'm praying for you, and I pray that you have a really amazing, amazing week ahead. And as always, be healthy. Be happy, be you.